Yeah, you can laugh that loud. I think it was okay. All right. I don't think it's a problem. <laughs> but, so we didn't leave time for me to blow my nose. <clears throat> but it's fine. We'll get through it somehow we, together. Somehow together. <laughs> There's only some way that we could move away from the microphone and blow our noses. <laughs> no. <laughs> no? I do have a sound that I want to make close to the microphone. Oh, here we go. Oh. Because we had some sounds on the last podcast. We did. We did. Well, it's not the last podcast that you, the listener, has heard. It's two, podcast, two podcasts ago yeah. with Don Dupree, our um, listener and podcast featuree Ben Shannon, who was in the first official episode or the second episode of the season, um, mm-hmm. was listening to his um, to episode three and heard some noises that he <laughs> sent me a text about. It was very funny. So I listen, he identified those noises. So I, I wonder if you can identify the noise that you just heard. Hmm. I, I, I'll give you a two-word clue. It's crush hour here at Why Aren't You Famous Central. And by the way, welcome to Why Aren't You Famous podcast with uh, me, yes. Andrew Grimm, and... Ellen Cherry. Yeah, that's right. This is a filler, this is a filler episode. As you can tell by the... The loose, disorganized nature of the um, conversation. It's all, it's all loose up in here. There's some language we heard the other night. Oof. Oh boy. Gentlemen, Ooh, when you're wooing a woman, <laughs> take 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 special heed to these words. The, I feel like I'm put on the spot now. Well, you started it. I did start it. Yeah, so. um, just you know. Gentlemanliness goes a long way. That that is correct. And it doesn't even have to be gentlemanliness. It just has to be a slight thoughtfulness. So anyway, let's move on to today's topic. Okay. What well, is today's topic? Today, <laughs> this episode's topic. We're going to talk about. Uh, we're just going to recap a couple of our highlights from our tour. Yes. Uh, and what we, you know, some of the things that we enjoyed uh, doing in the uh, uh, while recording the podcast. Um, and then, uh, you know, we're going to talk about what we're going to do with our $1.6 billion if we had won it ah. instead of that person in South Carolina yeah. whose life is effectively better but over as he, <laughs> as they, she, or as they it know it. it. Yeah, yes. totally. It's going to be completely changed. So let's talk about, let's kind of start off and talk about like, well, let's just talk about Pittsburgh. Yeah. What was, well, your, the logis- what was your favorite thing? Okay. Um, my favorite thing about Pittsburgh. So... I took some pictures and I posted them when we posted the episode of where we recorded the podcast. Mm. And um, so I have a few favorite things about showing up because logistically we couldn't leave Westminster, Maryland until about two. Two, yeah, two o'clock is when we left. So we had to go straight to the venue and it was a four hour drive and then we immediately sound checked and got mm-hmm. on stage and, and played. And it was a great show with Ben Shannon and Heather Steika. <clears throat> Thanks to Ben for putting that together. Um, but then afterwards, because Ben is also a teacher and had to go to work the next morning, we um, had to stay up late and record episode two. Episode two. So he said, I have the perfect place. He lives on a fa- an urban farm in Pittsburgh. Yeah, it's amazing. He and his wife. Um, and um, it's his mother who lives on the property as well. And I think what was an old drying barn or something like yeah, that. Yeah, a little barn. A little barn. And so she was just a really interesting person. Um his mother, Randa, and just talking to her about her personal history. And well, she had a thousand stories. Yeah, she was incredible. And so I could tell... She was Dolly Parton's midwife. <laughs> right? No, 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 that wasn't the story. No. 
just a lot of really just she could have a podcast in her own right right it could be a mom cast right so and then just recording ben because i in preparing to leave for tour i was responsible for introducing him on the podcast and everything was so chaotic that I didn't really prepare very much. And so I just said, hey, can you talk? tell us about yourself? And he said, yeah. well, I used to be a really like semi-pro skateboarder. Yeah, with, with sponsors and everything. And it was just like, what? Tell us more, because this is a whole other facet of Ben that I hadn't um, experienced before. And his story was really interesting. So I really liked um, recording the podcast in Randa's house mm-hmm. with Ben. That was my favorite part, I think. My, my favorite part of that podcast was uh, hauling the 85-pound recording rig uh, 100 yards in the dark. In the dark. And in, in a field with, with gopher holes in it. Uh, every step of the way, you know. Every Thinking step that you're going to twist last. your ankle. <laughs> I was going down with this. And me and Ben just like happily trotting right. ahead with like, oh, I was carrying the heavy, um, the mic bag, mic stand bag. It's like maybe 30 pounds. Mm. Well, it was a workout. I hope, you, I hope you carry it back. I blasted my quads on the way up there. <laughs> Great. I was getting ripped. I was crushing it. So what was your what was your favorite part besides carrying heavy gear? Um, you know, I think my my favorite part, and this is going to sound a little odd, maybe, but it was it was kind of like the there's a little bit of a f- fear anxiety rush thing that you're because we hadn't heard his song. Oh yeah, man! And I hadn't heard your song, and I always approach my songs as if, well, this is the worst thing I've ever written, so here we go. You know, it's like, I always, until I get Such really, confidence. Well, with a new song, I, I get, I mean, my other songs, like, you know, no, I totally kill it. They're road but, tested. <laughs> they're road tested. And, and plus, there's the 10,000 hour rule. Yeah. You know, I mean, the reason why I think Telegraph sounds as good as it does when I play it now is because I've played that stupid song a zillion times. That's true. I put 10,000 hours into it. So it's like, yeah, I can, you, you could chop off an arm, I'd still be able to play it in some capacity. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, that's kind of graphic. It's um, okay. This is holiday. That's that holiday season. Uh, yeah, yeah, the, the holiday. holiday of sugar and gore. Right, mm, sugar and gore. Um, that's uh, they're those guys were great. I saw them in two thousand two, I think, and they were opening up for Baby Fat. <laughs> nice. Yeah, um, Baby Fat comprised of the members, the former members of Chlamydiots. Oh God, Chlamydiots! What a what an amazing band! Yeah. So speaking of fake bands, um, I think it's time for us to take a commercial break for one of our fake sponsors. Okay. Who's our fake sponsor for today? I think that we should choose, we should talk about this new dating app. Mm. You know, it's really funny that you bring that up because, you know, being in the world of like, you know, trying to get out there and meet people, I'm not really sure how all these things work. And I've heard a lot about Tinder and I swiping left and swiping right and then okay cupid and then bumble and stuff like that but you know i gotta tell you ellen cherry it just hasn't been working for me i just wish that there was some sort of app that i don't know was new and exciting and was at least guaranteed some sort of experience do you know of any i do actually know of an app that will serve this need this very niche me niche need to have a regrettable sexual experience, choose Cringer. That's spelled C-R-I-N-G-R. And oh. you swipe up f- to continue your life in relative happiness. Swipe down to have a truly regrettable sexual experience. Oh, man. I'm always swiping down. 
Or is that wiping down? I don't I don't know. Ooh, you took it to a place I did not expect. Well, you know, you're going to do that when you got the whole cringer thing going on. Anyway, so if you're still listening at this point, <laughs> what we do on the road to entertain ourselves is um, come up with fake apps and um, fake ads that we could run since we don't have any actual sponsors for the show yet. We have, yet. We have um, five underwriters. But, five underwriters. But no sponsors. Anyway, let's move on to Detroit since we're. This is going to be a short episode. Yes. So it is. Uh, we are now at eight minutes. Okay. Good so, to know. So there's the. You can see the eight right there. Um. Yeah. So Detroit. Uh. Favorite part of Detroit. You know. It was my my favorite part was also a really I'm not used to. And that was the the praise that was heaped on both of us after the show. <laughs> Man, it was so nice. I'm really not used to people actually being that that into what I'm doing or what you're doing. Or yeah. it's, it's kind of like, uh. And, and there, then from there, there was, I felt a sense of accomplishment. And I felt a sense of, I don't want to say power, but it was like, yeah, well, it was encouraging. Like, I wanted, I'm like, well, okay, maybe I should look, I'm looking at my stuff differently mm-hmm. a little bit, or at least I'm like, not like superiority, like, you know, kneel before my awful power, you mere mortals. But it's like, okay, you know what? I, I am a songwriter. I am accomplished performer. I think her name is Rebecca Hofberger. She runs the American Visionary Art Museum. It is her name. Yeah. And I was at an event this um, spring. Full disclosure, I won a Maryland State Arts Council grant. And so I, I finally had was in town to go to the award ceremony. And it was so cool because... And you were thinking of not going to that. I was thinking of not going because I was cleaning a house that morning and I felt kind of <laughs> grubby. I was cleaning a house for, for money. For money, yeah, yes. which is one of my jobs. Right. And so I didn't really necessarily want to go straight from that house cleaning job to an award ceremony. Now you should have shown up with your gloves on and been like, you know, with a, like a like a trash bag full of junk, like, where's my award? So I went, and I'm really glad I went because what she said at the podium before... Lectern. At the lectern, um, before we were asked to stand and be recognized in our category, was just really important. She said, I've worked with artists for 30 years, outsider artists, folk artists. I've been with um, artists who are able to do it professionally. And she said, one thing I've noticed that's sort of consistent among good artists is that they don't stop and they don't stop to recognize their achievement. Mm -hmm. And so she said, it's only a 30 minute program. Just enjoy the refreshments, talk to each other and really just let us recognize you. And I thought that's really great. So I think that that's an important thing to say. We had this incredible show in Detroit that Don Dupree, our guest for episode three organized. And there were a lot of musicians in that crowd. I mean, like 50% of it was musicians in the Detroit music scene. And so that's, somewhat intimidating yeah. to like play for that crowd because they, they played after us and they were good <laughs> yeah and like that's that makes me feel good too that that my peers in chicago in detroit were are digging what we're doing you know right. like that's an, a validation in itself because like i think anytime an audience member you know truly from the heart says like you moved me or i felt this during your yeah. performance or this made me think of this experience and I really appreciate your voicing it or whatever beautiful comments um, that recognize the amount of work that goes into what we're doing um, to hear it from people who like directly experience it too. It's just like, yeah, that yeah. felt awesome. So I agree. That was like one of my favorite parts. And my other favorite part was, wait a minute, are we talking about me now? 
We we are talking okay. about you now. You were just agreeing with me and supporting my argument, which I appreciate because I, I didn't have any other support. So it's fine. Just roll right over it. I'm learning this new, like, just walk into a room and Take start over. talking and being in charge. Right. I'm getting used to it. The power of it. The power of it. I want to go, go. go. Ooh, we're going to talk about him yep, just yep. a second. Okay. Um, I, that guy's name is Wally and just to put a pin in my own brain that we're going to talk about him in a second <laughs> pin in my brain pin in my brain pin in my brain I'm going to remember it in a minute or two pin in my brain stop sorry you almost spit out whatever it is you're drinking I'm not going to mention them because they're not our sponsors yet that's right oh we should ask them or we should because we're crushing it that's right <laughs> um, so I had not finished my song in the right. morning we were in Detroit, I got to stay at the Airbnb and like work on my song. And oh, just, man. I knew that you needed time to like, I needed to go deal with the stuff with the podcast. And like, we were both kind of trying to finish up on the day. And the more I played my song to myself, the more I was like giddy and thrilled about mm. playing it for you and Don in the room. Cause I was just like, for the reasons that we talk about on episode three, that like I wasn't sure how I was going to be able to address what I wanted to do with the subject of the song, right. which was working class. And so like it, it's a thrill to like just be there with the purpose of this. Like, I mean, you and I have talked about that before that we're just trying to like one up each other, but it's not even one upmanship. It's, no. it's oh. impressing the other right. person. Like, Hey, I want like, that's what I mean by Saturday night's praise is that it was, it felt really great coming also from peers. Yeah. Anyway, Wally. Wally. So after after we had our set, there was a um, they kind of like just did an open stage area type of thing, and so people came up and uh, Matt Demitz played, Allison, Don Lewis, Dupree played, Allison Lewis, um, and, and Kelly Corrigan. Kelly Corrigan, right? Um, and then and then uh, the sound guy Pat. Yeah. He he was he played a couple tunes, but then he called this. He kept calling for this guy Wally in the back. He's like, he's, like, he's like, Wally, come on up. Wally, Wally come on up. And, he, and Wally's like, no, 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 no man, no. And uh, this went on for a while. And then he finally got up there, and, he, and, and he's, this, he's this kind of small guy with, um, he's got the kind of the classic, um, I would say like 50s rebel kind of hair look, like the, just the way his face is formed. It's he's got a like very a, striking features it's not a pompadour but his his hair is brushed back and high yeah, it's got yeah, a high it, brush back it's like a it's like a smoothed out flat top yeah. type of hair thing going on and he was and we were talking to him during the break of yeah. the show he's a really nice guy like um he is working he just just gotten a new job at one of the plants yeah down by in river rouge i think and, the, and, the, and I don't I, remember what the plant made. I can't remember what it was either. But the, the funny thing is, is like the way we we're describing it, we're like setting the little listener up for like, and then the most, you know, the most crazy, outrageous thing happened. But I mean, he sat there and they sang the songs. But he had this, you know, he was very, and he, it took him a minute to warm up to it. But once he started doing, there's this song that he did, which is like, I think it's called "At the Go Go." At the Go Go. But we have to get a recording of it right. because it has to be played on this podcast. There, there's there's a recording version. There's a recorded version of it from this show, and we'll I'll, I'll get it from Dupe. But you know, the the chorus is basically like, he's like, "I wanna go, go. to the Go Go," 
And then he's... He, With such a distinctive, interesting yeah. voice. Oh, man, that was so great. And then he got the line where he goes, she's got an itchy, itchy scratchy tongue, tongue licking on me. me. <laughs> so fantastic. It's like, and, and that, that could probably be my second most favorite part of... Yeah. Of, I mean, there's so many things about the River Rouge show that... I love and and that one was just like Don's song on the podcast Don's was great. Was great and he was like and the, this and he played MFN Job. Oh, such uh, a good song. Yeah. It's on the um. Oh, so if you're listening and you are a Spotify user, you can search for the Why Aren't You Famous um, podcast season two playlist tour playlist. Cool I think playlist. if you just yeah. yeah. And so what I what I was doing while we were in the car on this last trek and what I'll do again in a couple of weeks is continue to add songs that we're listening to or like or just having fun with in the car mm-hmm. and you can kind of play along and um it's funny cuz I actually removed one Which I, I had a Julius Eastman song in there called Gay Gorilla and Julius Eastman is this composer that I read about in the New Yorker last year and he died I think in the 70s but he's a jazz well I don't know if it, it's experimental music mm-hmm. and like it's so funny because I put it on there and I was just like, I sort of know that song, but I know one of his other songs better that's more famous. And I I don't know why I chose this one, but I listened back to it and I was just like, I think this would be such an extreme move from all the songs that have been going. <laughs> so I'll put that on a different playlist, um, right. the Julius Eastman. The- yeah, that'll, that'll be the uh, Why Aren't You Famous Rejected podcast tour playlist songs. It's just not a good driving song. Yeah. But it's a good song. Like, it's a really interesting... His music is really interesting. Anyway, that's another right. story. Well, that can go on the Double Deuce podcast. Right. <laughs> Probably not. Um, so, okay. So, we did a little recap of, like, the highlights and things to talk about. Um, we, we didn't do Ohio. We didn't do Ohio. Um, yeah. So, then on the third, episode four. Episode four. Which was the third night. Um, we went to Columbus, Ohio to record with um, Frequently Featured. <laughs> Frequently featured Matt Monta. Matt Monta. Um, we had what was the song that we played of his? Because I can't remember the title. I remember the. Oh, we played um, maybe this time. Maybe this time. What a great is, song! Is a yeah, monster of a song. It's wonderful. And so we um, met up with Matt and recorded our songs about change. And I think my favorite part of that recording session was just like both of us you and I were both exhausted and like having driven that far and and it's a lot to do to play both a show and then basically do a recording session after it and it's a lot of thinking and moving parts and um so we streamlined it down to like the part where like and without being offensive it's like when when we pull into a place your your natural wonderful instinct is like how can I help you I'm like just leave me alone (laughs) I got this. It'll be, it's no big deal. So I can go to my Zen place and like. Oh, you mean in terms of setup? And set up the yeah. recording stuff. Yeah. Which is, you know, but it's like once you, you know, that becomes that habit. Like I think by the the first time with, with actually with Ben, we were really fast too. Yeah. I felt pretty good about that. We're experts too. Yeah, no, We need to streamline our rig though. It's dumb. It was heavy. It was heavy. It's, well, it's going to have to change. Speaking of the upcoming right. um, episode five. Well, and six are we're getting ready for now. Right. And I was going to say that we, um, yeah, this is all technical, stupid stuff that this is, this is actually conversations that we have about the podcast. Um, it's because we didn't prepare for this, for this episode. <laughs> so it's like, you know, but I was thinking like we take the touch mix eight okay. with us out to, cause then we can multi-track off of that. Yep. And then I can mix it on my computer, my laptop. And then we don't have to worry about preamps. We don't have to worry about any of that other stuff. 
and that's taken care of. Anyway, so my favorite part about Columbus, because <laughs> I didn't actually finish that part. <laughs> yes, your favorite. Part. I didn't. I didn't contribute to it yet. That's so okay. Um, was that I again? I'm hoping. I'm planning and working towards being a little bit more prepared with my songs for the November episodes that are taping. But this one, I was Columbus sprung up on me, and the topic was change and transition. And um, <clears throat> because both Matt and I have been doing a lot of moving of place and home, and um, I remember like earlier in the day, just getting my mind, I was like, I like the Dixie Chicks. I'm just gonna write a Dixie Chicks type of song and like make it up as you know, and really play with it. And so it ended up being like, it's to me, it's a. It's not the most singable chorus that I've ever written, but I like have found myself humming mm. it the last couple of days. And so I was just like, okay, cool. So that was like my favorite part is that even a song that I feel like is kind of a throwaway song felt okay. Right. And I, and also I'm proud of the fact that like when we recorded it, it was so new that I flubbed some of the lyrics, but I was just like, keep going. Keep going. What doesn't it matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I know. And that's yeah. like, that's part of it is that just like, this is a, um, these are conversations between real people. Right. We do very light editing. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that I think the thing about what I like about the podcast and live performance, and just like what we do, is everything's. I mean, except for our records, but the records are supposed to be standalone documents that are something else. Yeah. You know, the representation of the the, the luxury of going back and changing things. Yeah. Like I, I had to edit the Ben Shannon episode just because we talked for an hour and ten minutes. Mm-hmm. And we have limitations there, but you know, man, I, I, I'm well. You watched me edit it. <laughs> this two for two hours, I had this scowl on my face where yeah. I'm like, I'm a serious man doing some serious work, you know, copying so, and pasting and moving things and trying to remember where it is, and then ugh, ugh, I hate editing. We we need a pay raise over here. Yeah, we we need a pay. Um, so what was your favorite part about Columbus? Um, I think my favorite part of Columbus is, well, it certainly wasn't Tim Hortons. Uh, it's so funny that you were going to mention that because I was going to say like, hey, being in that place and getting like some coffee and terrible like food that you would not feed to your enemy. <laughs> I felt like Tim Hortons was like, Boy, they really, this yeah. customer is my enemy. <laughs> Because they lost me. Like that yeah, they lost, you. they lost me too. I'm not going to go back there. Yeah. I'll try a different Tim Hortons, but not that one. Because they're individually owned franchises. Anyway. <laughs> it was that negative. Oh, um, wow. So. Um, yeah, so my favorite part of Columbus. Um, I, think, I think what I... My favorite part it was... You know, getting to sit down with Matt, um, because I'm always interested in his perspective of how he says things. And, like, there's always this, there's always a a very deep, considerable, you know, thought process that he has. Mm -hmm. And I think when he, watching him in the interview, I don't know if you're watching him in the interview, but, um, like, while you were talking, I would I would look at him and he would be looking all over the place. Yeah, no, he's definitely looking away. Right. right. Yeah. And 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 seemingly like maybe not concentrating on what we were doing, but he he obviously was because he came back and responded and he was like, oh, "I'm sorry, what was that?" You know, it, was, it wasn't any of those things. Yeah. And the 
just the thoughtful nature of that is always good to be in a conversation with somebody who does thinking, uh, you know, takes thinking seriously yeah. and thinks about his response seriously and listen to both of our songs very carefully. Mm-hmm. And so it's good to be in a round table with him about that. Um, and his songwriting style is, is much different than, than both of ours. And so once again, like, and I had to write a song, like I didn't like my song a whole lot. It needs to be revised, I think a bunch, but, but it was another one of those things where it's like, it was almost like a workshop of sorts to me. Um, and that's what I liked about it. Cool. Yeah. Oh, and I just wanted to say that I have recorded, I think I recorded all three of them for my subscription service. Mm-hmm. So like, if you are listening to this and you're like, I want to support these guys, what they're doing, um, oh, yeah. you can go to ellencherry.bandcamp.com and you can become a subscriber for $4 a month and you can hear these three songs. And what I'm going to be doing is the songs I write. When we return back to Baltimore and I get back home, I um, will record them and, and post them for yeah. that for subscribers. And I'm sure you'll probably, I think you did the same, didn't you? I already put, I already put one of them up there and yeah. I'm going to record the other two and I'm writing for the Pacific Northwest. Nice. Yeah, I already started that process because I don't want to be, I want to go in with being more prepared than I was. It was such a learning experience. Like every single time we do this, it's like, I know that people, um, expert technicians you know do this for 20 years and um it's like just all the apprenticing that goes into figuring out what we're trying to do it's yeah. a, it's interesting to well, me we're learning because, on the job yeah and like the the good thing is the penalties are low yes you know these are very low so because the people who listen to this podcast are basically our friends and they're very <laughs> forgiving <laughs> We have more people listening to it. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Have you looked at the? Have you looked at any Google Analytics or anything? I don't or? even know how to do that. Neither do I. You have so. to learn how to do that. We'll get somebody else to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about um, what you would do. Well, no, let's save that. Let's talk about okay. the upcoming tour. Then let's talk about lottery. Okay, upcoming tour, uh, November seventh, sixteenth. Well, we're flying into Seattle. Yes, and before that. I will be swimming five miles. Five miles. <laughs> where where will you be swimming those five miles? In La Croix. La Croix. <laughs> oh no, that's what I'm. I'm not drinking that. You're not. Until they sponsor us. <laughs> well, isn't isn't uh, Saint Croix where they get the water for La Croix? <laughs> I don't know. It's filtered somehow. So I'm swimming. I come back two days later. We jump on a plane. Mm-hmm. And we go to Seattle. Seattle. And we have a house concert hosted by our friend Dave Hill mm-hmm. on the Thanksgiving Eve. Thanksgiving Eve, Wednesday American night. Thanksgiving Eve, that's because right. we may have international listeners who are like, I don't know when Thanksgiving is. Right, that's true. American Thanksgiving Eve. Right. And we will then, after that, we head up to, um, oh, no. So we fly into Seattle. Mm-hmm. We have a house concert in Bend, Oregon. Mm-hmm. Um, the next night we go to Portland. Right. Where we're playing Dante's with Mike Dean Damron. Yep, I'm really looking forward to that. I've been listening yep. to his album. It's, <clears throat> yeah, it's, and it's just, kind of a devastator. Just the other night, um, Bill Bloomer, who shares a PR guy that I'm going to start working with, Adam Dawson. What's up, Adam? How you doing, bud? Um, he uh, he he opened for June Star at Bertha's, and we got to talking before he was playing and. He was talking about being out in Portland, and and I said, "Well, we're just going to be out. We're going to be out there soon. We have a gig." He goes, "Oh, where are you playing?" I said, "Dante's." And he goes, "Oh, you know, there's a guy out there, uh, Michael Dean Damron." And I was like, "Oh yeah, I know Mike D." He goes, "No shit, you know Mike D." 
son of a bitch. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, I love that guy. He was on my first record. Man, that guy could play anything. Man, how's his health? <laughs> That's sweet. <laughs> yeah. So, so Bill, we got a disc from Adam and listened to it on the mm-hmm. way back from Ohio. And I added the Milltown song to the playlist. So if you go to the Spotify um, Why Aren't You Famous podcast right. season two tour um, playlist, you can hear one of Bill's songs there. Too. And he's uh, also apparently good friends with Victoria Williams. Oh, cool. And uh, a couple other folks who are in the scene I'm, it's escaping my mind my, my That's memory okay. hopefully we'll get out there and yeah. anyway so we're playing the show at Dante's on um, the 18th I believe 18th. with Mike D and we'll be recording a podcast with him mm-hmm. he's one of our featured songwriters excited because I haven't met him yet um, but I really am digging his album I can't remember the one that we listened to that you sent me to listen to uh, do you remember it uh, oh um, when death come Oh, maybe. Because I was also listening to Allison Lewis's album, which I think is called When Darkness Comes. I haven't heard that one yet. Yeah. Um, she's a River Rouge musician as well. That yeah. It would be cool. Maybe if we could get a season three in here. Well, yeah. We're trying to get uh, Allison and Duke to... Maybe we can get people to come to us Ooh, in yeah. the third season. <laughs> right. That'd be fun. That would be fun. So then after that, we have the house concert at Dave Hill's house. Um, these details are on whyaren'tyoufamous.org. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're on uh, And there'll Vancouver be events Island. on Facebook so that if you're listening to this and you we're want to search for us. We're going international. Please share these events. Um, yes, we're going to go visit Kat Kadaski, who has um, lived on Cougar Annie's Island for a couple of years. And she wrote a one-woman show about it. She's an amazing musician. She has a beautiful voice, great guitar style. And we are performing a show with her duo, The Edge Dwellers, on the 24th, November 24th. And at some point surrounding that period of time, I will be seeing a whale. Yes. Um, putting that out into the whale universe so they have time to like <laughs> plan their schedules accordingly to be visible to my eyeballs when I'm there. Right. It's their job. I'm going to hold up my bargain of getting to their location. Right. All they have to do is like come up for air. That, that's all it's they It's like so do. easy. I know. I mean, why have they been holding out on you for so long? Talk to their agent or something. Excuse me, excuse me, Mr. Whale. I'd like to speak to your manager. (laughs) Yes. This Um, this will not do. So we're playing a show. I think it's called the Western Music Academy on Souk Island. It's on. It's in Souk on um, Victoria Island. Victoria Island in British Columbia. So yeah, we got to make sure we pack our passports. Yep. Because we're going to Canada. Yeah. And, and we might Land not, we of might legalized not marijuana. Oh yeah, they have legalized marijuana mm-hmm. there, don't they? They do. I heard it. I heard it went just terribly wrong up there. <laughs> <laughs> now they're now they're really they're super nice. I believe also that I read somewhere that in Canada there's more guns per capita than in America, hmm. but they're you know they're they're I don't know if this is true, but what I've read and what my perception is is that their um, culture is much less emphasis on gun violence hmm. and that they may be experienced in their cities fewer instances of gun violence well i think it was like uh, toronto had a mass shooting not too long ago but that was like the first time in ever or i know, don't know yeah uh, in, in a long time at least so okay anyway well, well now, hey guys speaking of this depressing topic yeah we're gonna leave you with that so <laughs> sleep tight um hey you know what I think it's time for us to start wrapping up the uh, podcast. Absolutely. Because here we are. Um, Alan Cherry, I've known you for a long time. <laughs> and I'm just going to say this. And I'm embarrassed 
to say it, but I was I was searching the web for you and I couldn't find. I, I just I had a hard time finding your information. Where were? Is it because you? I didn't pay my GoDaddy bill? <laughs> this podcast is not Wait sponsored by GoDaddy. You, you didn't pay your GoDaddy. <laughs> I want a GoDaddy. Go. go go. I'm hoping that we get that recording of that live performance of that song yes. and that they give us permission to post it here yes. because it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, you can find me at ellencherry.com and you can um, get my music at ellencherry.bandcamp.com. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. And you can find my stuff at junestar.com, J-U-N-E-S-T-A-R.com. And also you can find me at junestar.bandcamp.com. I didn't do that while you were. Jeez. And, uh, Just I ha- rinsing the water. <laughs> I have a subscription as well. So if you subscribe to the Bandcamp page for $5 a month. You get everything I've put out except for one crappy record. And uh, also uh, a song posted a week. Um, and there's lots of exclusive content in there. There's a whole acoustic record that Katie Field and I recorded about four months ago, uh, which is uh, just a, a set that we were doing up in New York. Um, but we just decided we would try that real for giggles. Uh, and it worked out really well, so that's kind of cool. Um, and other type of content. But other than that, uh, we don't have an episode for <gasps> We didn't talk about week. the lottery. Uh, well, you know, well, we can talk about the lottery later. Okay, somebody won over a billion dollars. Yep. In the, is it Powerball or Mega Millions? Mega Millions. Mm. This podcast is not sponsored by Mega Millions or the not. Maryland Lottery. It's, it's sponsored by Coffee and Hope. Right. That's all we got. Um, so with that in mind, we might see you guys next week because we don't have another episode. We won't have another episode ready until November 19th. Yeah. So we might do a couple Sorry, more. That's, you, you've been doing that the entire time. I will be editing it. Have I? What <laughs> yeah. do you mean? I'm well, popping you. Yeah, well, you're not popping. You're, you're doing this. No, I don't. Oh, yeah? Let's review. Let's, Dear listeners, what I'm doing right now is I'm scrolling back, and we're going to look at Ellen Cherry's sound waves here. Uh, let's see. Let's... I was doing this. Wait, is it a lip smack or is it? It's a lip smack that you do. Oh, I've been doing it wrong. There it is. There's one. Okay, so I have a mouthy mouth. <laughs> I got a mouthy mouth. Everyone knows that. All right, we're supposed to be wrapping this up. Okay, so maybe we'll see you guys next week. We'll see if we have time to put together another really quick uh, episode. Really appreciate appreciate you guys listening. And uh, it's time to go, go. go. Got an itchy, scratchy tongue, tongue licking on, on me. me. All right, we'll see you guys later. Do you like it that I wave? You always wave, every time. I don't understand it.